Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science. With beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good morning, Vietnam! (laughs) Wow, that was... That was weird. That was a <laughs> that was didn't sound anything like Robin Williams. That kind of sounded like a, um, well, well, kind of like a gay Robin Williams actually. And I, I always which is a close, Robin Williams was gay, which is kind of close. You know what? It's kind of like in the Birdcage when he walks like Jane, John Wayne. I just had a realization. I never realized Robin Williams talked that way. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Someone you only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love <laughs> It's 90 Day Gate Let's love I, uh, I saw Good Morning Vietnam as a child <laughs> Probably not not the best. I've never not, seen not best, it, but I'm not the best idea of war angst. I uh, haven't seen it, but I'm assuming it's not like um No, I don't know why I watched it. I <sighs> this uh, explains why you're so stressed all the time. <laughs> but but I kind of understood it. I understood that like war fatigue at the time, even even as a ten or eleven year old. I <laughs> don't think so. And somebody who is a, was a soldier in our armed forces right now I'm is saying as a child, I thought I I thought I could know. Well you were wrong. <laughs> you were quite wrong. Quite wrong. But maybe um, I just sympathized with with him. Maybe. And him and him being a bright light to all his listeners. Oh I should listen I should watch that movie. I probably would like it. Um I don't I remember literally nothing about it except for Good Morning Vietnam. Um I will <laughs> it's based off a real person, right? Yeah. The whole story I think is real. I um, say good morning, y'all, because it's morning it's here. Morning. Welcome to 90 Day Gays. Part Welcome two to 90 Day Gays. It's no other way. It's not it's morning for me. It's like Somewhere in the asshole of the afternoon for you in Houston or it something. It is, but it, my computer is still on Pacific time, so it feels like it's morning. 
which confuses me. <laughs> I need to change it. I realize it's like your wall clock, but I don't know how to change it. Okay. Uh, that's a little bit of validation for me. Um, I do it's part you, two. Part two. You know what? We usually say this for the end, but I'm just going to say real quickly in case people turn off their uh, things that um, another part of uh, – uh, speaking of America and civic duty, y'all, it, if, if you haven't voted, it, it is time to vote. It is time to figure out your, as Poodle says, your voting plan. You've got like a week left. A week, a week and a day. A week and a day. Voting is parent, is so important. We were talk, mentioned other, our friend Emily Sussman, who has a, a political podcast, said, please let your listeners know that Michigan, Wisconsin, and um, Pennsylvania are um, are states where the it, the vote it, the, it's still people are having I don't know confusion, but it's just hard to get the vote out, and we really need to get the right. vote out in those states. So if you're in those states and you want to volunteer, you can still do that kind of stuff. Just do a quick Google search. Don't listen to us; we don't know where to go. But <laughs> vote.org. Um, yeah, you can't bitch if you don't vote. I think I think to you guys um, because we're in the middle of COVID. We don't know um, if things are getting. We're having, you know, we're in the, we're in our probably the third surge we're having, and especially the the states. Uh, Maddie just said they're having a lot of problems with COVID right now. So if they you are. can vote early, vote early, and don't pull over, and don't <laughs> pull over, vote early, and don't pull over, and don't pull over. So yeah, vote early because number one, if you're going to vote early, you will have. Uh, hopefully the lines will be a little shorter and you'll have, if you're worried about COVID, you'll have a little bit less and bring your own pen. Uh, that's what we've been telling people. Bring your bring own your pen. pen. And guess what? If there's a wait in the line to vote, what can they do? Poodle. Listen to 90 day gays. <laughs> exactly. Caught up on 90 day gays. They can listen to our past episodes of sweet tea because Southern charm is coming on Thursday. It's coming back on Thursday, the 29th. Our sweet tea podcast is going to be dropping in a different feed. Y'all I don't again, Carl's wife is going to say, is going to email us and say, I'm where's, where's sweet tea? Carl, I can't find my shows. I can't find my stories with the gay ones. Carl, I need help. Carl, she is going to email us. Please tell that auto trader and come help me, Carl. Shoot her. Shoot her. Go get your daddy. Okay. So. Don't be a Carl's wife and say, stop stop licking your nuts. (laughs) Don't be a Carl's wife and ask where the fuck is it's going to be on. We're going to put the first episode this Friday on our 90 days feed just to entice you. But jump over to the link in the show notes and download that. now. D-B-A-C-W. Don't be a Carl's wife. Don't be (laughs) a Carl's wife. Um. I'm so happy you pimped our show while talking about voting, and I feel dirty. <laughs> hey, I feel fine. Capitalism uh, you're, is an you're American an value. Absolute slut. Capitalism uh, is an American value. <laughs> hey. Um, hey. Uh, Speaking I'm of capitalism, husky last night. You know, I think it's funny you say the word husky because I thought you have a trigger about that. I have a word husky that's like a, uh, a, a it's a weight thing. But like my voice is husky, different, raspy. I should say it's probably a better word. Maybe for raspy. Raspy now reminds me of raspberry. Oh, raspberry. I'm all over the. Place. Oh wow, raspberry. Someone's coffee's let's, kicking in. Let's it, true. Let's talk about this show. Let's jump sure. into Devin and Jihoon. Y'all, I'm still every time we see Devin 
it's like her face is just shifting. And I know it's because the confessionals are filmed later and she's had her lips done and a little bit of fillers. But the look, the her looks just be are changing into some kind of gross reality star. And I just want to put it right out there that I'm I'm officially kind of done with her and I would rather not talk about her, but we have to. Well, she's been problem, problematic on social media. Um, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I, here's the deal is that I don't – I'm all for plastic surgery, y'all. But once you once you start to get too much of it, you don't look unique anymore. You just look like everybody – every housewife that gets too much yeah. plastic surgery. She's so I definitely only, think there's a line. She's like not even 30 years old. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, she doesn't even know how she's going to look. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and, and that's a confessional now. If you look at her Instagram now, it's even Whoa. like. She looks like a walking Instagram filter she's now. She's like Larissa. She looks totally different. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, but do what it, makes you happy. Do, do what, what makes, makes you happy. happy. Just don't, don't think you have to look like a housewife. Yeah. And y'all, I don't know if you can hear, the dog downstairs is very upset. The dog, the dog is barking, y'all. The dog is <laughs> and barking. And I've got my windows closed, and the dog is barking, and I'm about to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> Jake officially said he hates this fucking dog. <laughs> I screamed, I hate this fucking dog. And I know it's not the dog's fault. The dog is having anxiety, but the dog barks every time something moves outside. It's anyway. a, it's a very, that, that, that dog has a miserable life and needs to just be put down so it can rest. <laughs> just get well, it some peace. Or just taken, taken off to a place or where a farm. they it can live to go to an actual farm and, and, and bark at other things. Exactly. That's so what I don't have to get farm. involved. Um, All so right. Devin and Jihoon, you guys. Uh, take your wife to work day, everybody. <laughs> Which apparently is not a thing during in Korea. Not they're a thing all at all. Like, they're all when when there's a woman comes and says, "This is my wife." They're all like, "There are no wives wow. here. Who brings their wife to their work?" It was. They were very, very confused. Very confused. They're, they're, this is a no wife zone. I was like, "But didn't Mike Brady do that? Didn't Carol go with Mike to?" Uh, I thought that's I what mean, happened. I feel like it's just a separate life for people. Um, in America, we think that's totally fine. Um, but I can understand Jihoon is kind of like, he even said, I feel embarrassed. Well, the way Devin acts, she kind of belittles him in front of other people. She, the thing with Devin is, uh, you know how like, um, Devin thinks she has, um, Devin thinks she has kind of manners and, uh, social intelligence, but look at her mother. She doesn't. She doesn't. Uh, you're you're right. She thinks she sounds she thinks she sounds really well informed every time she speaks, but she just comes off like a dumbass. And she I, probably <laughs> does. She and in comparison to her mother, she does. <laughs> That's she true. She does sound more informed. Anything better than Alicia. And she sounds more uh and she's much more well spoken than her mother. But it's still, you guys. The worst thing, or one of the worst things I think a spouse can do to another spouse is belittle them, especially when you've bitched and bitched and bitched and bitched for them to get a job, is to go and belittle them at their place of employment. Yep. Where where he's where he's kind of it's kind of like this is the beginning of her trying to trust him. But mm-hmm. she's even said, she's even said things like, Well, I he's really trying to do more with the baby. 
and trying to, and she's like, but he's now gone back to his old job of selling used phones. So she's worried. But the worst thing you can do to someone who is kind of trying to earn trust and trying to build up their life is to go to their work and be their mommy and say, he was a bad boy before. He, he was, was bad. He was, he was he he was selling stolen phones. Can you imagine? Is he and the guys still at selling work are like, stolen phones now? <laughs> yes. He's like, is your business legitimate? <laughs> That's basically what they, she said to them. And so here's the deal: no illegitimate business is going to say, "Yep, we're stolen phones." <laughs> I w- I was not that I think I'm, it is. I was kind of floored by this, and I think, and I remember seeing this in China. In China, there are you can buy used phones. They're everywhere. Um, and I think it's a business to to buy these old phones that people have, and then you go fix them, and then you sell them to even a higher markup. So it's just another and, – and, and kind of Devin in her very American capitalistic sense says, well, no, you just fix the phones, and then you can sell them. And, and then you'll make more money. And they're and like, then, yeah, June, you should learn to fix the phone as coworkers. The owner says, though, owner says, I mean, Jihoon even said she was very rude. It's his place of work. It's not cool. Yeah. And the G, the owner says, I trust Jihoon. And then he, Jihoon literally explains to Devin, he said, so what I do is I buy used phones and then I fix them. And then Devin goes, it sounds complicated. He doesn't fix them, though. You No, he doesn't fix them. Uh, oh no! He, he says he them. says I buy used phones and they fix them. I'm yeah. sorry. He said they they, fix them. they don't even fix them. But Some he other meant like the person who buys them gets yes. them fixed. That's they, what he said. Yeah, the, the, and when he said that, consumer. Devin just said this is complicated, and I'm like, it's not. I know it's different than what we have here, but it wasn't a hard concept to grasp. He's this, a middleman. This isn't the concept of pie. <laughs> Yeah, I I just don't think she's the sharpest wait, tool in the wait, shed. Wait, it doesn't ever stop. <laughs> it just keeps going. That doesn't make sense. So the coworkers then start goodying him, you know, or gimmying. like that. They're like, "Yeah, Jihoon, you start learn to learn to fix a phone." Devin's a smart girl, and and that's what your coworkers are going to do to you. They're going to yeah. raz you. Um. So the in the next thing, uh, they're talking about it. She's like, you need to be – she's like, don't don't embarrass me at work. You take care of children. He said she, he said to her, mind your own business and take care of our children. And, and she's that like, was a little okay, bit like, okay. I'll remember that. <laughs> that's what my – that's a mother poodle. Well, I'll remember that. <laughs> Fine. I'll remember that. I'll remember that when you ask me about something. My mother's got a memory like uh, like an elephant. That's she'll she'll not, spit something back at you. You said to her 10 years ago. That's not even a mother poodle thing. That's a Jake Anthony thing. I will too. To, I'll remember will that. <laughs> Y'all, it's totally like Estella and Miss Havisham. That's what <laughs> <laughs> my, my mother taught me all her ways. And she's, she's basically said, yes, you're going to go out in the world and do this. She and did, she right. and I was now upset about it. As Poodle says, as he wraps his shawl around his shoulders, <laughs> it's shawl weather here in Los Angeles, y'all. I woke up and it was sixty-four in my house. It's shawl weather. And Poodle loves the shawl, y'all, because he doesn't get overly hot. I can. It's a great thing because think about shawls, y'all. <laughs> the thing about shawls, y'all, um, <laughs> is you, your arms are free, and I don't like my arms being restricted, but my trunk gets cold. 
this is no one gives a shit about and this. It, it also <laughs> gives you something to kind of flail with and it mess does. with. And gives me something to play with. And there's when I when I throw my shawl around my neck dramatically, it's a great flourish. You should make your own shawls and call them shawls, y'all. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> shawls, y'all. That's fun to say. Try that, y'all. Shawls, y'all. <laughs> This is already off the rails. It's already fucking off the rails. I did a cameo this morning after all this coffee, and I swear to God, I don't. I think I blocked blacked out about halfway through. I don't even know what happened. Oh God! Um, let's. So moving on. Devin's like, I'm exhausted, and she's like, I took care of the baby, and Gina's like, No, I was up with the baby. <laughs> so apparently, he thinks he's doing the heavy if he's up for an hour. Yes. Um, and you guys, this is why. Women are always superior to men. Men will complain about being up. Uh, they've been up with a baby for like an hour, two hours. Mostly, after, not all men, but a lot of men, yes. Right. And after a while, though, the your your wife's just not going to complain about it anymore because no. it's just a thing. No. And also men have, men have – men are just not very tough. When it comes to things like that and sleep, just like that's when I, when I get sick, I'm a child. Women persevere more. They do. They yeah, do. they've had yeah. to. They've had to. Yeah. Um, so they're 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 gonna get married again, y'all. I feel like it's like the eleventh marriage it's we've like, had. Why do we need to have this marriage, but G- Devin wants our fairy tale <laughs> marriage that she's always dreamed of. What now? When the, she described it, I was kind of surprised because I thought this would totally be a twilight wedding with everyone wearing gothic. Bl- her dress would be gothic black. I thought so too, and she doesn't want that. And uh, but it's she some- wants like a fairy tale princess, and like halfway through, the uh, someone who looked like Edward would bite her and whisk her away. <laughs> I, I hope someone place. has that wedding. Come at us, <laughs> if someone did. I, you know, she actually kind of wants just a traditional American wedding, which she's not going to get in Korea. Um, but the, yeah, I don't think this was talked about and discussed. No. But before yeah. they went to the wedding venue, did you notice they were in the stroller and they were pushing the stroller and Devin started to get into the elevator? And then the elevator door kind of jumped. Yeah. And then do you remember what Devin said? No, I don't. She went, oh, scared me. <laughs> I missed that. How could I have missed she did. that? She didn't say, oh, that, but she goes, oh, scared me. Oh, you scared me. <laughs> Y'all, it's boo season. <laughs> it's going to scare you. Things out there. Is, oh, I sw- there's a girl um, who lives, sorry, a woman who lives downstairs <sighs> who has this, la- this, they're, they're, the way my apartment uh, building is like there's eight units and there is kind of like a little enclave where everyone else you can't really see around the corner 517 she, orange grove avenue that's where you can find them <laughs> you can throw rocks in my window she has erected this scary looking grim reaper in the corner right next to her door and every time i pass it i go because <gasps> i think someone is staring at me the other day i threw my mail up at the in the air and went because ah! <laughs> i and I told her, I knocked on the door, I said, every time I pass here, this scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Oh, it scared me. <laughs> um, so when, some, when someone screams at you for some Halloween thing, remember, say, oh, you scared me. Just like that. 
We have some sissies that say they just say it now when that happens. That, that, that Brittany has no idea in that little tiny phrase <laughs> what she gave us. That in crab cake. Heather, Heather Torres even says she tried to get her to say it on a cameo for us. She didn't even know what the fuck to do. She was so confused. That, <laughs> that is the beauty of, of Smothered, of Brittany. Y'all, and we, several of you are coming at us. We've already said we are going to do a. We're going to do a Bicurious. A Bicurious. Of I love Mama's boy. I don't think we're going to do the whole season, just because Southern Charm's coming back. So that's really taking yeah. our time. Let's, let's. Did you watch? Should we just talk a little bit about I it? About, I watched half of it. I watched yeah. the first half. I watched a good forty minutes of it. Okay. Um, uh, it's not that it's bad, you guys. It's just that there's something doesn't transfer in the same way we were, we were discussing this. There's something about being a mother being nasty to a daughter-in-law that's yeah. harder to take i don't than, like watching that yeah and even, even though they're they're cuckoo crazy yes a mother, especially the indian mother like holy don, fuck. oh she's crazy like don and Cher, a mother with her daughter that's different with her own daughter and right. also i feel like there's just there's not any like it's not any wackiness it's just odd like elena uh, Elena and her mother, <laughs> kissy poos. But they're just wacky. Yeah, like Don and Cher are wacky. These people are like, oh fuck, yes. your husband died, and now you feel like you have to be the father to your child, and you're the mother. Oh fuck, you almost died as a baby, and now y'all yeah. are still crying about it thirty years later. Nobody got past this. It's like a whole cast of Sarah and Lori's. That's what it is from Smothered. Oh, the one yes. who given the kidney. Yes, because it is. Know, it's I a would, whole cast of Sarah and Lori's, and they were the least. They were hardest to watch, y'all. Because I was freaked out by that couple, mm-hmm. by the mom saying, "You were always such a good girl. Such you was gonna girl. give me a kidney." Oh, Sarah, Sarah, I love you so much. Hopefully, I'll be alive in a in a while. I won't mom, die don't from. Leave me, mom. <laughs> don't leave me because then I'll have to have sex with my boyfriend with a huge dick. Who's cheating on me? <laughs> Who's probably fucking a secretary? Who's got a really hot gay brother? Who's really hot? Yeah. Who I follow on Instagram? Mom, smell my teeth. <laughs> I, there's something about it now. The the first one I can't remember his name. Matt with the we need to go rescue that poor blonde girl. I think her name is Kim. Oh, that is Ricky Darty circa 2001. He, I I basically said his. His eyebrows, if they're not gay brows, they're at least bi brows. They're at least bi brows. They're at least bi brows. Y'all, he is one ass wax away from being in a sling. <laughs> the fact that they, <laughs> the fact that he could quote Frozen that quickly that and quickly? that accurately, come that, on. Straight men don't do that. <laughs> they just don't. They're not that animated. They, you know, I was going to say, they do if they're a father and they've had to watch Frozen fucking a hundred times, but they don't do it that, yes, animated. Yeah. It's just, it, 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 all, all of my, all of my alarms went off for poor Kim. 
and uh, the, the pedicures, yes. the mom, the, the the dying of the mom's hair. Yes, it was all a little, all a little psycho. You guys, I would not. I only would dye my mom's hair. My mother, which my mother <laughs> did say, well, she doesn't dye her hair anymore. But when she used to, she's like, make sure that when I'm in the nursing home, you'll dye my hair, and if I have any hair on my upper lip, you'll wax it. And I said, all right, uh, mama, I will. <laughs> no, she's going to get a hired person to do that for her. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Um, uh, the one Matt, the really hot one, who's a model whose mother wants to fuck him. (laughs) It just, I'm sorry. It's not appropriate today, but it feels weird. It's true. And I will say it, that's one of the most out of date hairstyles I've seen on actual television. That is, I don't know what she's thinking. That is, um, that is, uh, Kathy Farrell. When I remember when I was in elementary, who was a teacher's aide, um, to the elementary kids and would uh, everybody loved her. She was very nice. And then once, like once a semester, she would have her freak out and they would say, don't talk to Kathy today. And everybody knew. <laughs> and she had that hairstyle. What was wrong with her? She just, Kathy was one of those people like, Kathy, this table broke. Okay, that's fine. Kathy, this kid just shit on the floor. Okay, that's fine. Kathy, your, you know, your car fell apart. Okay, it's fine. I'll pray about it. And then one day, like every semester, it all just comes out like, ah! you don't have any people in your community like that that hold it all in? Uh, <laughs> not particularly. Come at us if you know something in your life who holds it in, and then like once every like six months, they just explode. What would happen when Kathy would explode? She would yell at things and people, (laughs) and sometimes young children. That sounds like someone who's emotionally unstable and should not be working with children. Oh, she's a great teacher. She's retired now. I hope so. Her husband Um, just died a couple of months ago. (laughs) I'm sure she's doing well. (laughs) Whoa. Wow, I would think that a, a outburst like that might predate someone from being around children, but I guess not. Um, not in Lone Grove Elementary. So, oh, it's Wendy here. My my oh, Wendy, great. my you you uh, you're not here. So when 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 it's Wendy here, y'all, my windows rattle and blow open. I would be scared. <laughs> scared. So the, I think that so it's Matt and the mom, and then the the Indian mom and her Indian son. That poor poor girl. Who the mom is literally actively aggressive towards she and is. says, Why are you here? I that's that's hard to watch. I couldn't get I could no, not get through that. I didn't like that either. Yeah. Um the, the, the Indian mother's gonna actually strangle her in the last episode. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's their mm-hmm. that's their that's mm-hmm. their big event. Yep, she is. She just strangles her right in front yeah. of everyone. Just everyone silently. And the just um, ah! And there was one. We, we there was one other we haven't seen yet. Yeah, there's yeah there's somebody. I've I just found it kind of unwatchable. There's kind Maybe of the one who kind better. of he kind of looks like an ogre. I don't yeah. think we've seen him. We yet. haven't seen him yet. Yeah, looks yeah, gay yeah, yeah. too though. I um, think he's just the one. <laughs> so all this being said, we're gonna do a by curious on it. We're definitely not gonna recap the whole thing of the show. No. I'm I'm gonna keep watching it because it's cuckoo crazy, and I kind of want to fuck Matt. If, kind of. What am I talking about? If we not if, Matt, I'm sorry. What's the hot one? Mark? I don't know. I don't Straight know. guys have all the same names to me. That's true. <laughs> there's Mike. There's so many Mikes and there Matts. Are. What a basic name. Ugh. That's nah, kind of like Jacob. 
It's that is not a basic name. Sorry, it is. No, I, I guarantee you. If you looked at the number of number there's of maps, there's a song called "Feed Jake" about a dog. Yeah, but because at least that name is singable. Oh, unlike Matt, which seems like slaps you across the face. Whatever you need to say to make <laughs> yourself feel better. <laughs> Whatever you need to say. Anyway, so that's what we're not. We're not gonna. We're not doing that whole show. Y'all keep watching it. You can keep talking about it. Um, I'm gonna follow it. So uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll definitely we'll do it by curious. Where were we? Okay, y'all. Going back to Devin and Ji Hoon. Um, they're at the wedding venue mm-hmm. and they walk in and it's kind of like a, I think it's like more of a business. Um, I don't know if we have these here, like kind of like professional wedding venues. I guess oh, there yes, are. Yes, we do. Yes, really? we do. Oh, you have not been a best man at some woman's wedding. I, I guess I, do, I guess the, I didn't the, think venues that are exclusively for weddings. Oh, That's what I'm yes. saying. The places I have been that just do weddings they're Yes. They're all over. Really? I, yes. I don't know. I don't know. Yep, 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 yep. So there um, are weddings, just wedding venues. And there like are they don't places, do anything else. Yes, and there are places like this place in Korea that will do like um, two or three weddings a day, or they'll have different places, different um, venues within the um, the grounds. And so yeah. like one wedding will be going on while another wedding's going on. Right. But it's, not like five weddings a day like this one's doing. I think there are some venues that probably do five weddings a day. Wow. If they're that, like. I wouldn't, I feel like I wouldn't want that because I would want my wedding to be a unique experience, but that maybe that's me. No, but also to Jihoon says that this is one of the most popular wedding places. Exactly. So So it's it's a status symbol for them to get in there and do that. Yes. So um, I like the lockers. I don't want lockers at my wedding venue. Okay. I don't (laughs) want lockers at my wedding venue at all. Um, I know. And there, Devin was right. It was a full runway. I mean, this looked like this, but like like New York fashion week. But you know, (laughs) that's kind of like becoming the trend. Like sometimes I'll see people, they'll take pictures or whatever. And they'll say, Oh, I'm at my church. And I'm like, your church looks like a concert. doesn't feel like a church to me. Well, that's, that's very much a contemporary Christian mega church kind of thing. But I feel like that's that's, the thing. But, and a lot of Koreans are Christian. So I feel like that maybe they're taking that and they want it to look like this very performance based thing. I feel like they wanted it to look like um, a big social event, like with, with like, I'm sure there's like a step and repeat thing. Yeah. And it, it, it did not look like a, traditional religious ceremony. And I think she wanted an elegant, she said, I want an elegant small thing. And I, I just have a feeling that her Mormon Utah way of weddings was not that. No, I think Um, she did want something much actually in her. I don't think she wanted this big. She kept saying, I want this big wedding. But then when she actually saw the big wedding, she was like, actually, she wants something more intimate and romantic. And I think when, when she said there's a (laughs) runway, um, I, I don't, I don't think that, I think the, she just, she was amazed at how wide it was. It didn't, um, yeah, it was, I, it was an aisle. It was clearly it, an aisle. It was a place where you would have a theatrical wedding. I yes. I agree with her. It's, I didn't love it just because it was just, it just looked so bland. Um, and I, it was like, in other words, <laughs> it was a stage you could do anything to. 
But the was, fact that you could get in there and have one hour, that way no one could actually put unique touches no, onto the place. No, you probably so. have the same flowers as everybody else. But also, too, I feel like in Eastern culture, and y'all come at me because I've never lived there. This is just my experience of talking to people I've known and reading and watching things, which is not a lot. But and you can come at me because you were in China. But I feel like they're... I feel like it's a more American uh, idea that everything has to be unique to us and our like unique experience where I feel like sometimes they can be in Eastern culture, a little more utilitarian about things. Am I yeah, right? I, that? I, I don't know. Um, I think if a wedding, I think like everything in the U S everything that, that is uh, an event is blown over. Um, uh, but is overblown. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't I, I don't know. I have no idea. And but they did say, you know, they the the when they're meeting with the wedding planner. So they do five or six a day mm-hmm. and and they bought the <laughs> the June. So we bought the we bought the VIP package. You get the dre- the dress rental, you get the tux rental mm-hmm. and you get all the best flowers. We could rent the flower girl if you want. Oh, you got one. Dracula's you got gonna one. Do it. Dracula's going to do it. Uh, and probably and bite she'll someone. ruin the wedding. <laughs> Y'all, she's going to ruin the wedding. If they Y'all, have the wedding, she's going to ruin it. Can you imagine just running in circles going, <laughs> she's like a feral animal. Just trying to beat that dog. <laughs> oh, God, that poor dog. That poor po- Bam Bam. Thank Bam Bam has gone to another family. That's, yeah, because Drusilla wouldn't. There was one thing in Instagram, and in, 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 this has been like a year ago in Drusilla, in, in Drusilla, in Devin's Instagram story, where she, where she just threw the dog, and people were so, so concerned. Something's wrong with that child. Uh, I'll tell you what's wrong. Her parents. I sound like my father. She's never had any discipline at all. She never has had any discipline. Never. 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 Um, so they're having a, a beautiful 11 a.m. wedding. I guess um, you finish brunch and you just go. Yep, that's what you do. Um, Can you imagine a nine a.m. wedding, y'all? Bring your coffee. <laughs> just sit within the in the aisle. Bring your coffee. It's like a mega church, you just have your coffee, and they've got donuts outside. People smoking outside the place. I did feel for Devin a little bit for this because a wedding really is important to a lot of people. And it is, yeah. Very, it's a very. She wasn't American consulted person. in this at all, and that that's not. And I felt for her because how could she have known? She, how would she have known that this would all be planned? She hadn't, I would have gone in there thinking, oh, I'm going to go to a wedding venue and I'll get to pick this out and pick this out and pick this. And no, she did none of that. I agree. But I'm going to offer a counterpoint that his parents are paying. And if she wanted the wedding of hers, her parents should pay. I do feel like if she wanted the wedding of her dreams, why doesn't she just have it in the U.S.? Because it's not like he can't go. They can travel. His family can travel to the U.S. And that's where it's odd that they already had a Korean wedding with not all, but some of his family. Why wouldn't you want to have a family in the United or wedding in the United States where all of your family? I, uh, I, I, it's beyond me. It's odd. Um, I think too. I still think she's running away from something. Yeah, she kind of freaked out over the fact that they had an hour. She's like, but it's like a. Weddings are three hours. Not true. Not true. A wedding, a good wedding, is like 30 to 45 minutes. Unless it's a Catholic wedding, then it's an hour. It's a full nuptial mass, yeah. But tops an hour. Even that's tops an hour, yeah. 
but the ceremony, then that's the reception. She's conflating the two. But and I think she is putting them both together. Do you remember our friend Tasha's wedding was literally three minutes? Yes, it was fantastic. It was out. <laughs> we was out in the side. Y'all, y'all was in the sun, and it was ninety five degrees outside in the valley. And we're like, it's so hot. And literally, you sat down, and they were done, married. Here's the thing, y'all. When you're gonna, you, uh, again, I've talked about this before. The only thing you need for a really good wedding for your own mind and to be later on is really good pictures. That's all you'll remember because that day is going to be a blur. You I may would like to have a little bit of a ceremony. Well, no, I'm just saying, I'm saying that you don't need to stretch it out. You don't Maybe need to have like an hour and a half wedding and you can be no, I won't director come. of it. <laughs> <laughs> I will boycott. I'll cut things. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when his mom doing the reading, cut, cut. <laughs> the child, one ch- child interpretive dance, that's cut, that's cut, cut. that's gone, that's cut, that's gone. Um, so, gospel choir, cut. I'm doing that solo and I'm gonna abbreviate it. <laughs> I'm just going to the high notes at the end. <laughs> I and I just think, um, wedding ceremonies get really bloated. Uh, with people doing lots of readings and 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 also sermons, and because I, I promise you, no one wants that long ceremony. The reception is great, you know. No one. Here's the thing, too. No one really wants to come to your wedding anyway. No, I think <laughs> it's true. I think thirty minutes is a good wedding. Actually, that's a good amount of time. But, but yeah. no one, no one, unless it's an old woman, says, "I can't wait to go to that wedding." You go to weddings because you have to. <laughs> I like going to weddings because it just makes you feel like full of love. Yeah, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that people, most, the majority of people, you you go because you're compelled to. And but you're not going. You you know you're you're excited about the reception. Admit it. Um, more than you are the wedding. Oh, uh, I don't know both. Um, boo. It depends on if there's good music. I could get really particular about the music at a wedding. And um, I get you, but how many weddings do you go to? Remember the gay wedding of your friend Nicholas that, that, that I sung that at? That was a very high church wedding. It was a gay, it was an all male chorus music, singing gay stuff. All male chorus, not gay stuff, <laughs> very high music. And then we did a. Uh, it was gay music. <laughs> There was, it was I gay music say, that priests and cantors wrote like 300 years ago. I will say, I sang, I, I sang at a gayer wedding later on, and it was where we did a choral version of Ave Maria. It was two, two Persian men getting married, and one basically wore a lace dress and in that space. <laughs> Nope. And, I'm, and I'm like, this is the tackiest fucking thing I've ever done. The little church that he sings at is so gay friendly. It makes us uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. I want them to take a stand about something. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I think. And uh, not because we think it's wrong. It's just we're so used to going into church and feeling shame about them. being gay. It's like, what? They don't it care? Makes, it makes me feel uncomfortable. And because um, as I said, y'all, the Episcopalians believe what's right. God doesn't care if you suck a dick. I'll say it again. And as we said on the last podcast, as soon as a Catholic sucks a dick, as soon as a Catholic boy sucks a dick, it's like Episcopalian. Episcopalian, that's true. 
It's true. Um, I think in the very end, they were kind of laughing about Devin wanting a dance. And he's like, and Jihoon's like, that's not done in Korea. We don't have that. It was it's kind just, of mean, though, the way her mom and laughed. They at were her. laughing at her, and and I kind of I, I kind of I, I I sympathize with Devin here. However, she could have countered and said, "So how about we do this? That's the deal. We do, yes, we Go do ahead. the wedding here. Then we rent a reception hall and we have dancing fun. We're, and she could have said almost like a party for a wedding thing. And then she said, "You know what? My parents could pay for it." You yeah, know, they, they can't any, pay for it. No, they can't. But but the, the thing with Devin, that is, you just hit on what Devin doesn't do. Devin won't stand up for herself because she would rather be the martyr for it. Yep, totally. And and really, I hope that she learns that skill of just speaking what she wants. And she that finally point. did say she wants my dance with dad, with her father, and Jihoon's dance with Drusilla. Daddy's hands. No, it would be butterfly kisses, y'all. No. Butterfly, butterfly kisses with the evening prayers. Little white flowers all up, up in, in her, her head. Y'all don't have butterfly kisses with your dance with your father. I you can't anymore. You could have, but you can't I now. I said that a while back, and people are like, oh, God, that was my <laughs> A lot of people did it in the 90s, and we're okay. That's don't fine. Do it now. That, it's that, like... It's like the same way you told the DJ you want to do the Macarena. No one's doing it anymore. Let it and go. Look up the English translation of that lyric. If you're if you're if you got a little time, it's filthy. Oh. And enjoy that that you're probably that you probably at your junior high dance you are going crazy with that. Oh, enjoy that your grandma is doing it. Like <laughs> Carl, they're doing the Macarena. I can do that one. Oh, <laughs> Don't whatever whatever you do, Carl's wife. Don't look up the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever you do. Oh, oh, that's not nice. Oh, how would you even do that? How would you do that, Carl? Don't put down the auto trader in Google. Um, um, I think that's all I have about them. We do you have any more? No. Um, we should take a commercial break. Yep, so let's do it. All right. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. 
No, Poodle, I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right, and you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long, but yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get, and they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash 
slash reality gaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Don't forget to share your song with us too. Songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed, have hope and find your happy. Ooh, it's blustery and windy, y'all. I have I have energy and it's chilly. Oh, it feels so long and blustery, and it feels like a rather blustery day. What is that from? Something poo? It's Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, I don't I don't think I remember the music in that. Oh, I used to watch that one. I like that one where that's the honey and they get stuck in a tree and yeah, you know, like what one. is that one? Is that a movie <laughs> or a? It was like one of those just Winnie the Pooh cartoons. Oh. I just remember Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, da 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 all stuff with love. That's the only music I remember. Mm-hmm. I do, however, remember a video that they showed us in elementary school about sexual abuse. Smart strangers, that's me, Winnie the Pooh. I'm a bear, don't touch there. Oh, no, you go away. Da, da. <laughs> Something like that. What the fuck? Hey, it worked. Too smart for strangers scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> I just, I, I, I get it. But the fact that they took a beloved childhood, they couldn't find another kind of character to bring in the idea of child sexual abuse. <laughs> well, <clears throat> don't touch me in my bathing suit area or I'll go tell my mom. <laughs> You got to do what you got to do. I guess I could just never look at Wayne the Pooh the same way. But when you're that. a kid, I don't know. That's what, Now they use Blue's Clues. Oh, really? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Dora the Explorer. Dora, don't explore there. Okay. Can you say... <laughs> I'm going to stop. <laughs> no, no. Armando and Kenny. Let's talk about Armando and Kenny. <laughs> Speaking of bilingual. Speaking of <clears throat> bilingual and speaking of not bilingual. Um, uh, right. They are heading home from taking Hannah home. And Hannah's in the back seat, just like, how do you feel about living with Kenny? And Armando says, I'm excited. I'm going to be happy, feliz, and all this stuff. And uh, Ruffles the dog is like, somebody let me out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I'm going to itch my ass over that cactus because I'm itchy. Somebody um, put my tongue back in my mouth. put my tongue in my mouth. I'm fucking thirsty, <laughs> boy. Um, 
<laughs> That's what she says. Kind of, she actually really is just Asuelo's father-in-law. Yeah. Um, but uh, so Hannah's excited to be there. And Hannah and Kenny have, the, or Hannah and Armando have this whole conversation. And Kenny's like, wow, I'm really, I'm really What's struck. Yeah. He's like, wow, they could talk shit about me. And I'm really struck that I'm, wow, not knowing the language of a child I'm raising is a big deal. <laughs> and I went, Boy, boy, you couldn't see this one coming. I want to say, well, Kenny, at least you're pretty and you look young. I feel like, too, they're just I know there was a lot of preparation to go that went in for this. And they 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 did it for a year. The kind of um, incidentals of getting a place of getting a place to live and how they would make money. But the these little things like the more the details of. Mm -hmm. How are we, how am I going to tell the, the things, how will his parents react to me coming there? And should I learn the language? Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure we'll skate by. I'm sure. And he said that. He said he thought he could just skate by. And I guess probably the only time he was in Mexico, I get if your only experience in Mexico is going to Cancun, Cancun and places like that. Yeah. Wherever we speak English at your resort. And I already knew this, but even when I went to Mexico City, and most people speak English in Mexico City, but there would be parts of Mexico City where we would go and they we could not speak to them at all. Yeah, because it was just Spanish. So, um, and a lot it was very different than Cancun. Um, yeah. So I guess he just didn't know. I guess they just all. Well, I will say I did this exact same thing, even though they kind of prepared us. But with China, I was like, oh yeah, people will know English. People you know what? You don't have a leg to stand on because you went to I wasn't moving you know there, what, though. Kenny. I wasn't I moving there. It's true, but Kenny, I apologize because when Poodle went to China, he's texting me. He's like, I can't Google. Do you know you can't use Facebook? And I, Jake, it's communist China. You use Bing.com, though. Bing.com is everything. There's like 10 websites you can search on, and that's it. Opera was one of them. <laughs> but you you literally they did not speak English there. Oh, the weird you you would think, and I just in, in the bigger cities you could find some of it. Um, but if you were in a like a more in a city with not a billion people, um, even the hotel front desk, no English. And it was but it was it was interesting. And I I kind of was able to get by a little bit as my trip was getting there, but my first week and a half was kind of rough. But, you know, I adapted. Just a lot of pointing and saying whatever that is in Chinese. Yep. Yep. A lot of, lot of miming. A lot of miming. Uh, a lot of brushing teeth. Um, brushing teeth. Doing a towel. <laughs> Bending over and pulling your pants down and saying, pointing exactly. to your butthole. Saying right here. Winky, winky. Say, <laughs> do you say butt sex in Chinese? I did not learn that. <laughs> That that you don't need to speak Chinese to get that. COVID took that away from you. <laughs> anyway, so he, so maybe Kenny just thought, but I agree with you. I feel like if I knew I was going, regardless of what everybody else is speaking, I thought surely Kenny, she's talked to our uh, Hannah via online things, so he knows. Oh, I'm speaking to Hannah online. She's either speaking English or she's only speaking Spanish. I should learn Spanish to talk to her. I just think this is a blind spot in Kenny's Americanism. 
that I guess so, yeah. people will learn English and she'll learn English. Because a lot of Americans say, oh, everyone, everyone from another country will be grateful to learn English. But they forget how hard it is to learn English and how easier it is to learn Spanish. Yeah, Spanish is a very um, – the rules for Spanish are very much consistent compared to English. And Spanish is a Romance language, so it's like French and Italian in so many different ways. I don't know. Uh, it, it, I, I, I don't even want to talk about it anymore because it's just so obvious – it's that obvious. and I'm sure on the tell-all he's going to have to respond to questions about it. Oh yeah, uh, Sean Robbins is like Kenny. Kenny, Kenny <laughs> why didn't you learn English, Kenny? That's and Kenny's like, well, it was blah blah wow. blah. So we're gonna ha- we're gonna ha- this is going to be Lydia in the tell-all. We're just I think it's just I think a lot of Americans do this. They just think people will speak English, um, people will learn English. I'll be fine. You Meanwhile, know? Truffles is over there saying. Como se dice idioso. I bet Truffle doesn't know Spanish. <laughs> totally. I'm a goddamn perro. Desde más caliente que los ratones culiando un calcetín de lana, Kenny. That was... I'm glad that's the only phrase you know in Spanish. It is, basically... Um, so you guys there, they get back to their house. They're showing Hannah her room and it's really cute. I guess maybe are are they having two beds because that's their guest room, but it's also Hannah's probably guest room. And I bet, you know, she had her cousins that were her age and I bet they thought that her cousins can come stay with her and stuff like that. And they can sleep because they're only sissies did their research. Y'all, I know this was so dramatic and they left. It's four hours away. (laughs) They looked at it. You know, it's four hours away. Like I'm that, only four hours away. Way. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous. To, I mean, that's like Ardmore to Tulsa. You, you don't get freaked out when people it, move to Tulsa. It felt like they were leaving for the rest of their lives. It really did like they were traveling across the pond. I get it, though. They were. It was a different change of life. Like It was. That's really what it was about. Symbolic, Poodle. Symbolic. I know. Uh, so she, Kenny says, basic, Kenny basically says, I want her to look at me as a parent. And I went, you got to fucking learn Spanish. You, you got to learn her Spanish then. No authority. If you basically, if you're not on her level, that's going to be one of the issues. I guarantee you. Because a little kid, when they're younger, they'll think if you don't know their language, they think you're, you're dumb. Mm-hmm. Even though you're not, they think you're dumb and they, it's a, that will be a respect thing. <clears throat> um, so they Annie's a sassy girl. She knows about unicorns. Yeah. Bitch is caught up. She is like, ready. Horn. And then I'm like, I'm like, this you so we're already giving her gay things. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it that there's just like this, you know. I love that every child in the world always asks their parents just random weird things. Oh God. Your God, poor mother. Oh, my Your poor dear. mother. Like, why? Just blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, because of blah, blah, blah. But then, 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 And I'm like, I mean, your poor, poor mother. I bet you drove her crazy with your questions. I did. We, there was one point where we had a limit of questions. <laughs> I could only ask like 10 in an hour. <clears throat> you kids get past that age, but from until about 12, when they start hating you, um, till they, till they, oh, so they have um, 
they have a book they've given her like a kind of a Heather has two mommies book, but about daddies. Mm-hmm. Um, that's in, I guess it's in Spanish or maybe he's translating. Mm-hmm. And they do ask, I thought it was really cute when she's like, how do you feel here? And she's, and she's like, Feliz. And she, and she goes to Kenny happy. That was very sweet. And made him like tear up. And, she, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm glad you know the word Feliz, right? <clears throat> um, what what was sweet about that? That was really sweet too. When Kenny in the testimonial says, "I um felt really um, I just felt when he gets when he he I love how he does he does care a lot about Hannah, and I think he thinks of Hannah as his own daughter already. So, you know, we shade Kenny about not learning the language, but the emotional component and the love for her is oh, I think so. already yeah, there and really sweet. Um, but and like when he said, I only have her best interest. And y'all, Kenny cries every episode, and I'm okay with it. More than every, more than once, too. I'm fine. Like it's sweet. Special. He's tearing up. I, I I think it's okay. I mean, it it it's and I'm sure he's gonna get flack on the on the tell all. When 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 he watches all of this over and over, he's like, Oh my god, I'm crying every episode. He'll cry to that. Think how much they filmed. And so yeah. It's probably so. Remember that. Oh yeah. So they're going to the market the next time, and Hannah's like, "Daddy, buy me this. Daddy, buy me this. Daddy, buy me this." I've learned that phrase several times. <laughs> I'm gonna go to this market. I'm gonna go to this market right now. Next, I did. I My father. My father called me while we were doing this podcast in the hospital, and so I texted my brother and said, call our dad. Um, can you turn the volume off? I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I just think it's a little rude. You know, I think my father's in the hospital with no one there for two weeks, and I'm sitting outside just looking at him through a window. So I think you'll you'll deal with the sound. <laughs> I was just saying from our listeners' point of view. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think they understand. Anyway, uh... So they're trying to buy, and and Kenny's like, Armando and I have very different parenting styles. Sounds like it. He's like, I'm more of a drill sergeant. And I, I kind of understand Armando's thinking here. He's going to be a smothered, or an I, I love my mama, or mama's boy show thing. Yeah, because it, it did, she was kind of like, she was working him. And Kenny's <sighs> had enough kids to know they're working you. They're working him. Yeah. Kids are so smart and they know and they're always testing boundaries to see what they can get away with. But here's the deal though. This is y'all Hannah's pretty young and this is interesting to me. Sometimes don't put your shit on your child. And what I mean by that, Armando says, um, he says, well, and Ke- well, Kenny called that. He said, I feel like probably you give her whatever you want. And Ron said, well, she lost her mother at a young age and da da da. When kids go through tragedy, one of the worst things you can do is not give them structure, not give them boundaries. That's actually when they need it the most because that's what allows kids to feel safe. And honestly, yes, Hannah has the trauma of that, but it's different because Hannah's lost her mother when she was very young, which is still very traumatic, but it's just, you're thinking of it as an adult of what would happen. I'm 25 years old and I lost my mother. It's different for her. It's different. Is emotional guilt onto her. Yes. It's the same. I agree. Um, If anything, 
you need to be even stricter, not stricter, but like um, more structure, more structure. So they just know there there's routine, there's structure, they're safe. And, and also too having kids not get everything immediate and actually having them work towards things gives them autonomy. It gives them confidence. It gives them uh, just, well, I don't need to go off. Come, this is coming from two gay men who don't have children at all, but I do. I did. Oh, what did you say? That we know of. That we know of. I did study a little child psychology, but not a lot. Um, I think too that uh, uh, they're eating later, and uh, someone someone did bring up to me that I fact I think too. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I say that, but I think too. <laughs> I I someone put it on our Facebook group. Um, I, I think too, that, I, think uh, too. I don't know why I say that, that, that must oh. be something I, uh, I picked up instead of also, we all know that me also, also, oh, that just feels wrong. Also, also, also. your mom says also, doesn't she also, oh, both my mother and my father say it. It's a regional thing. Ah, uh, okay. <clears throat> um, cause my mother would say. I said, can you say A-L-S-O? And she says, also. I went, that's where I get it. And my father does the same thing. Poodle, that's where you get all of it. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, uh, Kenny basically says, you're such a pushover to our – you're a pushover to her. Um, And then he's like – He's like, do you see how she works you? And then then they get a little – gets a little – the the temperature goes. I'm just like – and I was like, yeah, but I really don't like that tone you're using. He's like, I said it just like what I'm saying now. He's like, yeah, but it had a tone. And I'm like, yes, gay fighting. That's what I'm here for. Thank Y'all, you. For no one, no one bitch, no one fights like two gay men. Oh. And no one talks about tone like a gay man. It's the tone of your voice. Toning your voice. <laughs> Do you know how many times Poodle has said that to me? Finally, finally, I felt seen in their relationship. <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally, we, instead of this fairy tale, now these, this feels like a real relationship. When I've seen uh, them come at one another. Well, I feel like it's going to be, I feel like Armando um, basically has been able to do whatever he wants as a parent. Yep. And not that Kenny, I mean, Kenny raised his kids by himself as well. But um, I think it'll I actually think for both of them, it's going to be there's a it, uh, parents fight a lot about their parenting style. And um, Kenny and Armando have never had to do that because they've done whatever the hell they wanted to. Right. And I think too, they were the only one. There it is again. And I think as well uh, that Kenny uh, Armando, Kenny thinks he's an expert at child rearing because he's done it four times. And he thinks his kids turned out really well. So, in other words, he knows what to do. And they Armando, hmm? and they seem to, but that, yeah. yeah. And Armando is kind of like, I'm doing the best I can, and but, but I've no one knows how to raise my child, kind of like me. I'm I'm the, obviously going to call the shots in his head. I get it. Well, and I think too, it's I hope that they kind of divorce themselves from my way is the right way. Instead of looking at what's the way both of us want to 
racist and think, child. And I think they got there. The, yeah. the conversation they were having is, you know, we should we should keep talking about it. And so um, while they're having this very uh, kind of emotional conversation, Hannah's just playing with a broom she found on the floor. <laughs> Been there. I love that Kenny said at one point, he's like, I have to be able to say what's good for her sometimes. And I went. You can't say what's good for her because you can't speak Spanish. <laughs> Sorry, Kenny. Uh, at the end, there she's like, can we get some ice cream? And she's like, I basically wrote down, are you queens done crying? <laughs> Kenny she- said he wants to be a stepfather. Do you think Hannah's just used to her father's crying all the time? I don't know. I Armando cries a little bit. Um, I think Kenny, Kenny's, uh, I, I think... I don't know. Maybe maybe her mom or her sister cried enough so that the that Hannah can get used to people just crying. I hope my Hannah- brother teared up all the time. My my youth, so it was normal for me. My mom did too, and my brother does now for my nephews. I hope that Hannah ends up being sassy like the daughter from Modern Family. I know that's a fake show, but I always love how when she would read her gay dads. Oh, you mean Lily? Yeah. yeah. I hope that's Hannah. Come on, come on, come on, ladies. We don't have all day. <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> want, want me to call you a wambulance? <laughs> oh, those were good moments. I really and- like that little girl, the, that actress, when um, the the kind of medium Lily, I liked her. The older one I did not like, or maybe it's the same actress. So She like thought she knew how to act. I was really <sighs> you know, traumatized we can't, by her. We can't come after child actors on our show. <laughs> Watch we- me. <sighs> Let's talk about Britney and Yazan. But really, Britney. Speaking of child actors. <laughs> speak, no fucking shit. No fucking uh, shit. Speaking of childish, childish people, people. Like their actors. Um, so this is interesting because this is this week's episode kind of divided the community a little bit. Um, because this week had more people sympathizing with um Brittany uh and 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 kind of it went back and forth mm-hmm. um, and I can kind of see both sides but I want to just construct a little bit of an, of an argument here so hear me okay. out Brittany flew back to America mm-hmm. in in what she has told Yazan so this is Yazan's uh, version of what Brittany had to go I need to go see my sister's baby. She flew back to Chicago to see her sister's baby. So she's there. And then suddenly she's in Florida and he's sitting there without a place to live. Yeah. And kicked out of his house. Um, Trying to make extra money as a taxi driver or he's also working in a barbershop, I believe. Barbershop. Mm-hmm. Um calling she's she's he's not calling a lot probably because he's having to make a working 14 hours he's he's 16 hours a day he said um she's having a beach day with her friend angela yeah so for me this was all american privilege no Uh, i i saw it that way too because it goes back to where I mean, do I agree with Brittany that Jazan um, kind of did – this is what I was saying earlier uh, in our first episode. This is a little bit of the parallel of I think Jazan did a little bit what Benium did with Ari of, yep. yeah, 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 that's fine, that's fine, kind of thinking once they get over here, 
They're going to do what I want them to do. I yep. think there was a bit of that, um, or quite a bit of that. So I can understand why Brittany feels um, like she was lied to, but that is way different of culturally not understanding than flat out lying to someone. Exactly. Because y'all, she was still married. <laughs> I don't forget Brittany was still married. And I think you, if you compare the two sides from all out lying that I was married at the time and you would have completely rejected me. And this is a con. Mm-hmm. This is a con on this side. For as were, or in his side, he omitted everything that his family is conservative and everything was okay. Mm-hmm. So I can see them as existing in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this whole revelation, if this comes out, and I'm sure it has now, um, Yazan knows all this. Um, hopefully we'll see when what happens when Yazan finds out that she was just divorced. Oh, because he's going to go berserk. <sighs> he's going to go berserk and he's going to feel like, he already kind of said this, but he's going to feel like an idiot and a fool. Yeah. I, and yeah. The, if, <laughs> the, the thing is, y'all, what it goes to is there's there's what's equitable and then there's what's fair. Mm-hmm. And for this, it's like what is equitable in this, what he is given up and losing compared to what Brittany is having to go through is not comparable. It really isn't. I know she says, I'm moving, I'm leaving my friends. Yeah. I'm, but the also stakes comparable. The stakes for her and the stakes for him have nothing to do with one another. And also she, she chose to do all that. Yazan, yes, he is choosing her, but because he's choosing her, everything he loves is being taken away from him. Yeah. That's this, much different than deciding to leave the US. I I don't know why. Them just uh him saying him her demanding you need to send get enough money to send me a plane ticket and have your own place and be your own man. I feel like Yes, this is a normal thing, a, 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 an argument you would have on Smothered or, or I Love a Mama's Boy. Or in the United States. But this is not an argument you're going to have in fucking Jordan when your parents no. might have you ritually killed. Yes. And yes. <laughs> it's just like the, they don't – the stakes don't belong in the same world. And it goes back to what they – for both of them, for both – and this is why Brittany feels – kind of hoodwinked by Yazan is neither of them took any time to learn what the other person was coming from, what cultural perspective that the other person was coming on both sides. Neither of them took, there wasn't even a simple Google search on both (laughs) of their part on what it's fucking like to live in America versus what it's like to live in Jordan. Like nothing. It made me absolutely furious when she told him, you just need to be a responsible adult. Like you are? Like you are. Like you aren't at all. <laughs> at all. And it's just like he's been like basically. We don't even know what Brittany does for work. She's an influencer. Yeah. Sorry. She's a wannabe rapper um, with braces. Um, I, I, I promise y'all I will try to get over the adult braces. I still think – part of me still thinks they're fake. I know that's awful. But there is – She's got everything about her, says Grifter to me. It's the yeah. thing with Britney is Britney is very, um, 
Nizan can be too, but Brittany is very, very, she's not narcissistic. She is self-absorbed, mm-hmm. big time self-absorbed. And so if it's not, she's going to be one of those people of like, kind of like Ari of like, well, yeah, you're going through this, but I'm having a bad day. <laughs> I mean, my child, I'm, I'm still in a lot of pain here. It's And how you're feeling, Ari? I mean, the baby's cute. The baby's <laughs> cute. This is a rough day for me. Um, I want to just talk about uh, her accusing Yazan of having a victim mentality. Uh, <laughs> after he's been disowned by his family. Yes, he does kind of say that. And I, I did kind of I, – I did object to him saying, no, you have to change yourself. You have to change yourself. Well, that goes back – they're not – Listening and accepting the other person's perspective. Mm-hmm. They're just saying, do both of them are saying, you need to do what I want you to do. That's right. basically what they're doing. They're not compromising at all. Um, and Brittany thinks she said he's a flip flopper, everything. And that is very confusing because he gets, but I think he's in such a just dire straits that he he's basically saying, you know, I don't know what to do anymore. I'm cut off from my family. I'm he's blah, trying to blah, please blah. everybody. He's trying to yeah, please he everyone. So he's trying to please. He's trying to please Brit Brittany, but saying what is going to be good for her to hear, but appease his parents. And then he, and so it's that I that idea of trying to please everyone pisses off everybody. And y'all, I don't want to say too much about it, but that bathing suit. Someone <laughs> wasn't a great fit. On Facebook said it reminded me of when people were wearing their masks in weird ways. <laughs> no, it's not. We're not saying anything about Britney's body. She has beautiful no. breath and all that. But we're it's so we can comment on this is her clothing. That was a horrible fitting swimsuit. It looked like two like uh sad clown noses that like slipped to the side of someone's yeah. face. It's just like but also it's just like oh, how much more. Can we do things that Yazan would be completely horrified by? Yeah. She has done the only thing she's ever really done for him is she wore she the hijab. The hijab, some when she was there. That's it. And she did go to the mosque with him, and she did try to read the Quran. Yes, that's true. And she <laughs> says, you know, well, I paid for the apartments and I paid for the plane tickets and I did, the, but again. Is this equitable or is it fair? Maybe it's not fair, but it probably I bet Yazan is not making a lot of money working for his dad. I he wasn't. This is doomed. We said this the first episode. Yeah, this is absolutely fucking it's doomed. Doomed, and what it what it feels like? Yazan is playing at life, and Brittany is playing a game. Mm, so true. Yep. And what Jeez. what is sad about this is. It is a very gamey. Yes. And this could end up killing him. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to find that out later on that he could be killed by his relatives or someone else hired to do it because um, he's brought shame to his family. Um, so she's like, I'm going to go to Jordan and I'm going to give him an ultimatum. He thinks I'm going to give uh, he's going to give me one. And I'm like, again, these are this is the wrong stakes. This the- is not you going to be you're not you're not confronting a jealous boyfriend here you're not because you're never going to tell him that you were married you're not going to be upfront with him 
And also, what a dick thing to do to go to a country where someone thinks that you're going to be there to to just give them an ultimatum. Just fucking have a Skype conversation. This is this is the equivalent of uh, Tom wanting to meet Darcy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> to, the to, the 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 fly in and fuck you. <laughs> yep, yep, fly in and fuck you. That's it. Have you put on weight? Oh, oh she's. She's really just so y'all. I mean, I understand yeah. some of you might be on Team Brittany, and I can I can understand how you think that way. But it's a uh, uh, just it's uh, it's it's just I, not comparable. I think if you zoom out, if you zoom out and look at the kind of meta level things are working mm-hmm. here, um, and see how each of them presented themselves. Both of them made mistakes, but boy, she's coming off as super insensitive. Yeah. Um, that's all I have about this show. Um, that's all I have too. Okay. That's, all I have. that's all I have. Oh, that's it. That's the show, everybody. You're always surprised. Oh, oh, oh. Well, it's done. Shall um, we move on to our only lyric you know of that song? That's ooh. All right, here we go. Good morning. All hail the queens of queens. This is Kim in Chattanooga, and I am just basically sending you a shout-out of love for you and the Sissy Squad for getting me through this really, really hard time right now. Um, I have felt a little lonely and a little sad that you guys have definitely all made it worthwhile and made it feel so much less lonely, and I love you all, and I treasure you all so much. Thank you. Hey there, this is TL, that's what I'm going by, and uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. There's two quick things I wanted to tell you. I do live in the town you were recent. okay, I live in Dubuque, Iowa, and it is not the cesspool that <laughs> the show is making it out to be, absolutely not, and also I happen to uh, have close personal relationships with a police officer, and he says that it's just like every other city town as far as crime is concerned. It just has its percentage based on our uh, population, right? We have everything that big cities have, just in smaller amounts. Um, anyway, the other thing I wanted to tell you is that my counselor recently told me it might be a good idea to think about my negative thoughts as a character and talk to that person as though they are separate from myself. And so I wanted to thank you for giving me the character Carl because I can't think of somebody better to blame for all my negative thoughts, obsessive thoughts, and to tell him to go to hell than to tell Carl to go to hell. Thanks, guys. Have an amazing day. Ooh, we gave you two for one that time. With two for one. A, 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 a DP, some might say. <laughs> a DP I love of a good two for one. Yes, we do. Y'all, we we did it because the, the first one was a little bit shorter. Um Again, we 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 have a lot of fun in our sissy squad. And if you're if you're not in the sissy squad, boy, as Poodle says, you're missing out. You're missing out. We have fun in there. We do have fun in there. So Kim, thank you so much in Chattanooga. Chattanooga is a beautiful city. Everywhere around it. It's kind of pretty covety right now, but you know <laughs> what are you well, gonna do? And, you know, that's what Kim brought up. A lot of us feel a little covety and, um, in the Sissy Squad. And, y'all, we, we really try to do things to make y'all feel like there's a community so you feel less alone in that. Yeah. So, And that's, that's what's really helpful right now. Is, and if you're feeling yeah. alone, guys, 
just remember to there's always someone else feeling alone yep and no one and and no one is going to be annoyed by you reaching out not in the sissy squad if you're like hey you guys i feel bored we've had sissies say you guys i just feel lonely today and then there's like 80 comments yeah so it is there there. um speaking of we're all there there's a dog across the street that's now barking and i want to like rip its head off i can't hear it but y'all thank you to tl yeah, so she. This is a kind of a crossover because um, th- we on our yes. Love After Lockdown Patreon, um, we were talking about Dubuque, Iowa. Du- you're gonna go to Dubuque, Iowa, Iowa, and uh, it's gonna be it's a terrible place. Terrible. People would shoot you in your middle of your forehead. Oh, stay away Christiana's from the. Mother. Stay away from the nothing. <laughs> so Christiana's mother basically said Dubuque, Iowa, is the hell mouth. Um, <laughs> and we wanted to know: Is it really that bad? You know what? It's really nice, like any city. And she she knows a policeman. She's blah blah blah. It's 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 like any other city. It's beautiful here, and um and her and the best thing is she said that her counselor just told her to that those negative voices just name it, and then she she named it Carl. So she's telling Carl to fuck off on the daily. That is such a good – that's a – first of all, TL, that. you have a good therapist. That's a very narrative yeah. therapist thing to do, um, which is a type of therapist. I, but y'all, yeah, external, externalizing – you know, <laughs> I'm trying to use it to break a point. Miss, I get on soapboxes all the time, and I just let you go, <laughs> and we don't know what you're talking about, but something about fucking France that no one cares. Degree in therapy. But <laughs> there's a there is something that is a, there's something great about externalization. So y'all, if you're feeling super anxious or you're feeling super depressed, there's a great there's a great way to you know just say you know what, I'm gonna call I'm gonna call my anxiety. Oh, what's a name that would go well with my anxiety? Poodle. I'm gonna call my anxiety <laughs> Poodle. And I'm gonna say Poodle. Fuck off. I don't want to be anxious right now. Go put your head in the sand. Uh, it's not a good idea to call your anxiety poodle because I'm way too resilient. I'm more resilient than your anxiety. Well, that's true. <laughs> but no, it's a great exercise. So good for you, TL. Fuck Carl. Fuck Carl. Carl. <laughs> Carl, I think he finally made it on the show. <laughs> I don't know if it's good. He did. he did. Carl, I think he finally did it. <laughs> Carl's Why just can't like I just have this, Carl. I just wanted this. Carl's Why you just take everything. Cleaning that gun. <laughs> just pray, praying for praying for the bravery. Praying for bravery. Um anyway, uh thank you, TL. Thank you for thank our you. shout out. Sorry, Sissy Spotlights. I just did like you did. Um oh, that felt so good. No. Should we go? Should we move on to our uh, shout outs? Y'all, this first sissy, sissy shout out goes to Kelsey. Oh, wait. Felsey. <laughs> Jesus. Felsey Ostapovich. Felsey. I think that's right. Shockingly. Felsey. Felsey Ostapovich. Felsey Ostapovich. <laughs> Y'all, um, Felsi Ostapovich, um, she, um, she grew up in a a little town in Romania and she, yes, she was, um, 
she had um, a special uh, gene therapy that was probably illegal, but they put in DNA of Nadia Comaneci in Kelsey. Oh. So she really thought she was going to be a tumbler and a twirler. and um, Or a gymnast. Or a gymnast. That's what they're called. Thank you. <laughs> uh, a tumbler and a twirler. And she really thought she was going to be a gymnast. A <laughs> she thought she was going to be a gymnast, but instead... Um, things didn't work out so well for Felsey. She instead, uh, she, um, became a very bendy, um, very bendy sex worker in Amsterdam and made a lot of money. And at first she thought this was a bad thing. And then what happened is, uh, y'all, she ended up writing a whole manual of how to get freaky with your loved one and be able to put your hand behind your legs. And she said, I'm going to call it the Kama Sutra. But <laughs> then her teacher told her they already have that book and it kind of does the same thing. So now Where'd she's the name Kama Sutra. Do what? Where did she get the name Kama Sutra? She read it on like a, she read it on like a book at, at Borders. And, <laughs> and she thought, well, that kind of looks like what I want to do, but I, I bet nobody knows what this Kama Sutra is. So she, it, which is really sad because she spent years developing this technique and she was telling everybody, you guys, I'm not going to tell you the name yet, but this is going to, when this catches on, this is going to be huge. So like she had a party at a bar, like her friends showed up and she, she even like had a sign made saying it's going to be called Kama Sutra. And everybody just went, oh. <laughs> and so anyway, y'all, so now she has an OnlyFans and she's fine. Okay. <laughs> Way to bounce back. <laughs> Way to bounce back, Felsey. Felsey Ostapovich. <laughs> um, my sissy shout out goes out to Felissa Padilla. Felissa Padilla. Um, so y'all, when Felissa was younger, she would get kind of teased because they would just call her Falilla Padilla. Mm. And she decided Falilla Padilla, because, you know, it's Padilla. That's what they, because, you know, she pronounces it um, more authentic. Um, and she would correct them. And she was, no, it's not Falilla Padilla. It's Falia Padilla. <laughs> so she became known as she cho- she chose her name. So she now goes by. She's like, I'm going to turn this into like your shout out did. She turned it in and t- she oh. turned it. She spun straw into gold. So she now goes by Falia Padilla. Oh, I like that. Falia Padilla. Um. She now has a whole line of, um, you know, like potholders that that are there to kind of like, so you don't burn your hand. Um, And uh, she's kind of, so basically she did a whole thing of designer potholders. But instead of holding pots, they are kind of like, you put them on so you can... Climb, climb like clean up lube so your oh, hands Jesus. can like can like uh hold someone so when you're raw dogging them okay you, your hands don't get slippery 
Okay. So when you're, you can, you know, you can kind of clutch them and the, the, these, they're, they're very pretty. They have like those grip things. Okay. So you can hold on. And so whether you're a, whether you're a girl or, a, or, a, or two men or two girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so now these heavy grips will, so slippery, slippery sex will never be a, will be a thing of the past. Now you can hold on when you're banging the fuck out of somebody. And, um, Philia Padilla, it says on every single one of these, what are they called? Oh, I know this. Um, they're uh, just called I don't care. Um, uh, lube guards. Okay. <laughs> so uh, when, when you need that extra, hold on. Um, so she has, she's been all over the country for these uh, Philia Padilla lube guards. Mm-hmm. And strangely enough who buys them more are towns like where they have more baptist churches than anything else that's because they they like to get freaky and they like to use lots of lube and as well as it turns out the the problem is you have to use water-based lube because silicon makes the philia padilla uh fuck pads explode okay because we she found that unfortunately Lord can't get you when you're slippery. And now she's under investigation. Okay. By the state of Alabama. Okay. Because they got a lot of Baptist churches, y'all. <laughs> they do. I don't know where that went. I, but I don't know. 110% accurate. It was kind of hard to keep a hold of it. <laughs> Just like people's lube bodies. That's, y'all, that's the show. <laughs> that's the show, whether you want it or not. <laughs> that's the show everybody you can go to 90daygays.com to see our other shows again uh, be sure to subscribe to sweet tea that's in the podcast feed you can jump on that we've i think there's like uh 14 or 15 episodes if you want to catch up on those they're only about 30 or 40 minutes so it's not even that long you can you yeah. can listen to them while you're waiting to vote are they only that long yeah they're not full hours because the show's how, only 45 minutes how did we start getting these episodes they're so bloated because Why 90 day fiance has so much shit in every episode and it's two hours long two hours long yeah so there you go and also you go off on tangents and on oh. that note we're gonna go everybody but we'll see you back I, w- no who was that one about kathy that you said <laughs> you know i'm don't, still scratching my head about kathy don't bring up kathy farrell she was a good <laughs> person all right anyway, y'all that's it y'all that's the show. Come to us on Cameo. Come to us on 90daygays.com. You can get all of our merch. Um, you know, Nut Poodle loves nothing more than when you leave a review. Oh, the best. Five stars. And if you don't know what to say, just say, keep going, keep queen. going queens. Mm-hmm. See, we said it together. And it was... Not really. It's okay. okay. Anyway, y'all, Poodle, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Sorry, my phone started a call. <laughs> you know, I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing the best I fucking can. Let's end this. Um, anyway, uh, yes. And if you have worn your bikini upside down recently. <laughs>
that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.